Welcome to this week's episode of Get Live with the Crew, man. Fall time, it's just something beautiful and magical about it, you know? Like, it's the, the first season that really leads into the holidays, Thanksgiving, and then we cross over to winter and um, Christmas. But it's a beautiful time for second chances. You know, everyone's talking about cuffing season, all that good stuff. I say that to say, the Mellow Man is back, okay? The Mellow Man, he's not back in New York, per se, but he's back in the league. He signed with the Portland Trailblazers the other day, and the crew and I, we decided to talk about that first and foremost, because it's like, yo, we all been waiting for Melo to go back to a team. So here comes next, the Melo man, back in town. I did my Melo, did Melo right, man. Man, I'm a free man. So oh, happy, oh, happy quick, day. Since, we, since we're on the top, topic, quick question. Is Melo a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yes. You think first, so? First, yeah. first ballot. Yes. First ballot. You think so? The only, t- only three-time uh, gold medalist. Bro, why, why, why does everybody keep saying that? What, what does gold medal have to do with anything? Uh, he was on the best team in the best country three times. Remember, it's, uh, it's, remember, it's, it's not NBA or anything. Just basketball. But, hold on. but it, it's, it's Olympics, though. Listen. It's the Olympics. What are you saying about the Olympics? Aren't guys retracting from the Olympics? Aren't you going to the Olympics next year? No, I'm not. All the tickets are sold to all the events. <laughs> oh, you're waiting too late. That's why. Well, it was all the tickets are sold out. Well, I checked in August, and that's a year. That's a year in advance. I mean, I figured I would have had at least six months. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were going in a year. I was like, oh, it might have been sooner than that. Clean getting no nosebleeds. Yeah, no thanks. But yeah, no, nah, he's definitely first. He's definitely first ballot Hall of Fame, if not second ballot. Um, Melo is one of the greatest scorers of all time. Um, I had this conversation yesterday, and some people were thinking that uh, Kevin Durant's been the best scorer since '09, which was completely astronaut and not true. Um, there's been numerous players who were defensive players, not just you know players who were saying, "Oh, you know, uh, they're they're just fans of Durant." It's like, no, these players are saying Melo was the toughest one to guard. Like, Melo was the toughest to guard for a reason. The man is strong, and he has all the skills that anybody could ever want in a basketball player. So, with that being said, um, first ballot, baby. Like, he was always LeBron's toughest enemy. Um, I can't say Steph Curry because they didn't play the same position, nor did they guard each other. Uh, and, um, yeah, so back on the topic. <laughs> Melo, man. The Melo. The GOAT. You know what I'm saying? One of the goats. I'm glad he's getting a chance in Portland. Um, it might be a little too late for Portland to come back. I mean, the, the Jazz normally make a habit of it coming back in the Western Conference in the second half of the season. But uh, I don't know. This year is tough for the Western Conference. So, Melo's going to have to come in and play at a high level to, to help turn things around there. Big, but I think he's capable of it, though. But, big, big, Yeah, it's big tough to, to win in the West right now. Um, but, but you see he was going to be playing first, though, right? Who? I thought he's playing. I thought he plays in second. He's playing. Uh, he's playing Houston on Monday. Is it? Oh, are they? Boy. So are they putting him in the starting lineup? They have no, no. I don't. Think, they have I don't to. Think they put him in the starting lineup. They, they have because to? Uh, Collins is out. Uh, somebody else is out. They have nobody at the forward. At the four. Oh wow. Oh, so he might get thwarted I, into their lineup. I I think I I don't think he starts regardless of what you're saying because they do have to play a game between now and now and then. So I think whoever they start at the four for at least the first game, Melo isn't going to start. They just I don't I don't think you can bring anybody off the street 
off the. Beat them off, off the I think street. Michael Jordan was. <laughs> I, I think Michael Jordan was the last person to, to come off the street. Hey, listen, dude, did, was there ever a point in Melo's career that we that you thought we would be saying this man's coming off the street? Nah, I, I can't say that. Never. Melo, Mel, not even in any street where it's like, <laughs> I thought Melo was the type to retire and come out. Nah, I always knew once Melo retired, that's it. He not coming back. My man came like, off the streets. Well, he technically didn't retire, though. I don't think he, he, did, didn't. he didn't. But I'm saying, I'm saying that's the only like I know Melo. If he, once he does retire, he's not coming back. Oh yeah, like, it's a with Melo going to big three after he retire. Yeah, 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 big facts. Like he's gonna be the MVP of that that joint. He's gonna be the oh, new Joe Shield. That joint. I I still think Melo should have went to the uh, to the Lakers, but they're obviously playing at a high level, so the excuse would be we um. Well, you know, let me put it to you like this: I don't think. I think LeBron wanted Melo there, but I think Melo didn't want to take a handout because he knew that LeBron was his boy. I don't think that was the case. Well, you don't think so? No. Well, I, I mean, obviously, I can't say because I'm not behind closed doors. But I, I, I think the, those guys are, especially Melo. He's past that point in his career where you know, oh man, I, I don't like. He's pride is gone at this point. Well, I think the man just want to play and and compete. That's all it was. He wanted to play, and then I was reading the Bleacher Report the other day saying he uh, he didn't have interest in the Lakers or the Clippers anymore, and then he was open. So I sent the uh, thing though was saying the Knicks was open, you know, let him play and stuff. But I think he'll be better in Portland in a whole new environment. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Portland would be good for him. Actually, I think that's actually a pretty good fit with the type of offense they run, and they give guys like they like they kind of like ride the hot hand. If CJ's hot, they they ride CJ. If Dame is hot, they ride Dame. So um, I feel like he can you know complement both of those guys on an average night. But I feel like you know, like you said, I, I think Melo's still got it in the tank. I mean, it's like riding a bike. Once you're once you're a pure scorer, I mean, you always be able to get the ball in the bucket. I mean, uh, so and, and- I. Ain't like he hasn't been working all summer. I mean, we've seen the video and stuff. You've been, you know, at the gym doing full call with other players, so. Well, you can you can uh, remove me from the Wii. <laughs> I, I, I haven't uh, seen nothing. Well, I ain't I, seen that I, man I, play since New York. Well, <laughs> I've seen it since the, the infamous Lifetime gym. Somehow everybody's great all of a sudden. So. <laughs> Yo, Lifetime Gym be looking, be making players look like they're all NBAers. Like somehow, that it's got something magical about the rims because I haven't seen one person have a bad game there. Um, mean- I've also haven't seen a live game. I've only seen highlights, so I'm sure there's been some bad moments. Um, you know, that's just the way it is. But you know, Melo, I I'm kind of nervous. I can say I know he just wants to go out there and have fun, but people are gonna want Melo to be that player that they've always seen. Like, even to – like, let's be honest, and I'm going to be real I'm with everybody out here. Before last year, before last season, that was the Wayne Wade's last season, the season before that, Wayne with the Cleveland, everybody was like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Dwayne Wade is old. He's this and the third. You know, and they were they were talking real bad about him. And he had got moved to the bench and everything. Like, everyone was shitting on D-Wade for a good part of the, the 2018 season. I agree. Like, Especially like LeBron's, la- I'm sorry, LeBron's last season in Cleveland, but um, like they were giving it to him hard. It was like, yo, Dad, D Wade looking like this out here. He playing with the second unit, ah, uh, uh, you know. 
and like I have, I'm scared that Melo's gonna get the same reaction pretty much um, now that he's about to go to a team that actually needs him. Not like because Cleveland didn't need Dwayne Wade, I, that they didn't need him. You know what I'm saying? I think LeBron thought it'd just be good because LeBron wanted basketball players on the team. So Dwayne Wade was a good basketball player still at that age, and he still is. It's just a matter of people wanted him to do more than what he was doing right now. And D and people greedy. People seen old D Wade, Marquette D Wade, Flash. They man, they want that back. I mean, Father Time catches everybody. And I'm sorry, it's not about you. Right. (laughs) And D Wade explained he wanted to come off the bench. Right. He did say that. He did say that. Because he also said didn't feel he didn't feel right taking uh a starter spot because he was he, he wasn't playing well. He went, you know, he wanted upset J.R. Smith at the time, so he was like, "I'll just come off the bench." Man, we right. not even talk about J.R. Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this man, this man, so, uh, this man, someone squinting. Leave, leave the reason Cleveland got a ring alone. You feel me? Leave, leave, leave that man alone. Man, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> that man, somewhere Imagine somebody clean. in their right mind. Imagine someone in their right mind telling you that this is the reason why the Cleveland Cavaliers have a ring. Man, man, I'm, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm. You know what? We're not even Look. gonna do that right now. <laughs> We're not gonna. <laughs> J- Jason Terry face. Hey man, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I can, I can bet you, Jared Smith somewhere with a backwood in his mouth. With a wave cap on, looking like Roth looking out the window. He only, he only smoked papers. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah, he doing smoke papers. But you, but you was right. But you was right. We're, hey, with a with a with a cup of Hennessy look like uh, Shannon Sharp on the side. Oh yeah, you know, you know, you know uh, the hen dogs. Like that. Jr. Stephen, they teach Dr. or something. And yo, when I tell you that was the funniest thing I had seen that whole entire week. Why did they overshadow Damien's accomplishment like that? What what accomplishment? The 60 points. They said Damien – they posted on Twitter. They said Damien Lillard scored the career-high 60. And they and they retweeted it with a comment with uh, Dion Waiters records a career-high. <laughs> with no point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With no point. He records a career-high. Man, that, was that took me it was out of the game. It was hilarious. That took me out of the game. Wow. I'm like, yo. Yo, somebody, somebody didn't care. Somebody <laughs> didn't give any cares about that man. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to like what I got to say about this whole Miles Garrett situation. I don't particularly care. Um, Listen, the man did what he had to do. You know, he just so happened to have a helmet in his hand when he did it. I'm not saying that was the right choice. All I'm saying is... At some point, you got to let somebody know, like, yo, you can't come at me like that. You can't. I, before I say too much, the next topic, Miles Garrett smacking Mason Rudolph with a helmet. So, all right, Carson, I'm going to ask you. So you feel like Miles Garrett was totally, how do you feel? Do you feel like he had the right to react the way he did or he should have just didn't, he, he should have pulled the church boy and just turned the other cheek? Honestly, I think Miles Garrett reacted the right way. Like you said, he just had he not had the helmet in his in his grasp already. I think it was just kind of like heat of the moment. Right. Mason's charging him, and he like, "Yo, son, you've been you've been tripping all game." And who knows what Mason was saying? Who knows what was said between the players throughout the game? Right. And so it could have been something that you know was boiling over, 
I mean, we see it time and time again. You know, it, it the game is, you know, it's intense and emotions are running high the whole game. And, you know, refs come into play, people pissed off. And, you know, anything, you might be going through any, any type of emotion in your head at that point in time. You run up on me after you've already kicked me in the nuts. You already tried to rush it. I mean, you tried to rip my helmet off. And then, you know, rush at me after I'm backing off and your people is pushing me. It's, we got people in between us and you still trying to come in. Right. At that point, it's like, yo, you can get a cheap one in. So it's either you or me. Fair enough. And I think, once again, I agree. I agree that he did what he had to do. He just just chose the wrong thing. I think he honestly forgot the helmet was in his hand. Right. I do too. Because there's we we've all been in that mental space, whether it's sports or just like an altercation where it's like you forget, like you 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 just subconsciously snap. And it's like you don't remember what what's available. You just know you have something, or you just know like normally you got your hand. You feel me? So like you you're not swinging to either get someone off of you, fend someone off of you with your hands, because, you know, that's just a reflex. Um, right. But, and then I can put it in, in better perspective. Just think about, like, sometimes when you have your phone in your hand, you start right. looking, hey, where's my phone at? You like, oh, dang, it's in my hand. Right. Everybody, exactly. Everybody's done it once. Everybody's done it once. So in, in that regard, like I said, once again, I feel like Miles Garrett had every right to, to smack Rudolph, just not with the helmet. So, like, how do you feel? Like you're you're the one with the direct football experience. You're the one who's been in that exact environment. I know you said the second guy always gets caught, but like, is there any way that Miles Garrett could have handled that better, or you think he did the best he could? Well, I put it like this: everybody has a different reaction. Not everybody has the same reaction. Big Some guy. people have the smart reaction, walk away, mm. you know, let the first guy get it. Some got their, you know, they got their general rush, general rush, or, you know, they got quick temper. So, you know, if somebody cheap shot, of course, you won't react right back. Right. But, right. but third of all, third and foremost, the reps are never your friend. The reps are always trying yeah. to get you. Hmm. Unless hmm. you're Tom Brady. But then you got to think about it, it from this standpoint, too. You know, you know, people don't know Miles Garrett's bringing. People don't know what he's been through. Just like, like I don't know if you guys seen the DeAndre Hopkins thing where they talk about his mom being blind and him, him being raised all through middle school and high school with a blind mom. Like that's, I bet that's tough as shit. And so Actually, I got, I got purple. I got purple exam. I'm gonna finish Carson. But so like, you never know what somebody's been through and. It could be PTSD from you know the situation you've been in. Honestly, go ahead. Go ahead. Sir. So, so I was talking to uh, my pops earlier. So, um, you know, he won the uh, championship with his ten-year-old uh, team. So he was telling me earlier, he the uh, the team he was playing. I guess they're like they're mostly uh, white, but um, the parents and stuff. It was like talking like ruthless you know again with the kids just saying like bad words and stuff like aggressive bad words like race like racial words and, you know I couldn't believe he was telling me but at the same time they got stomped out <laughs> so <laughs> I get it I mean listen it once again, we we've all been there before, but like I just hate how everyone swears that they need to press charges or not they, but 
Mason Rudolph needs to press charges. Like, no, he don't. No, he don't. I feel like he he low key was like he had a sense of entitlement where the game was already pretty much won, and Miles Garrett had put him on the ground. Like he felt entitled. Like, oh, I'm the quarterback. You can't do that to me. You're the back right. quarterback. You're never supposed to see the light of day this season. There was never a chance where it's like. Ben Roethlisberger better come out the gate hot. Otherwise, Mason Rudolph is going to take his spot. No, that was never the case. You're our backup quarterback um, who just so happens to be on the roster at the right time where Big Ben is – I think it's been, what, six, seven years since he was, like, hurt like this where he was, like, out for the majority of the season or something like that? Yeah, it's been something like that. He's been going through some, some, point some is, stuff. Point is, He's been going through that Cam Newton. You are afterthought. Um, in any other situation where it's like the star player is going up against a player who isn't a star player, it's like, oh, he wasn't necessarily trying to get him out the game. But it's like, oh, he, he's just trying to get a piece of the action, blah, blah, blah. You know, but since it's Miles Garrett and a quarterback, like how, do you, how are we still protecting the quarterback in this situation? Like I'm not saying it's right, but haven't we seen plenty of examples in sports where the star player normally gets away with it or, or gets like a – you know, like a little slap on her wrist because it, it, it didn't come at the expense of another star player. Like, look at uh, Vontez Burfick, for example. He never hurt like a star player, but he, he got he got his suspension. I'm, I'm trying to think of a player who was, who was bad news bears that pretty much got – oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I say that, Ron Artest ran up in the stands, knocked the fan out, right? right well, he started beating them people, boy. Hear me out, right? So we were told to hold our composure in that regard. Um, and there was in the, in the Ron Artest documentary, the guy who threw the beer admitted to not just him, but to the cops, like, you know, well, not at the same time. Cause obviously he didn't want to spend more time in prison or whatever, whatever happened to him. Um, he admitted that he was with his, his friend or whatever, a coworker, and he had made him like a, 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 a gentleman's bet that if he throws his beer in the air, like while everyone is arguing, he's like, I bet you if I throw my beer in the air, it hits, it'll hit a player. So he threw it. And it hit Ron Artest. And then Ron Artest ran up in the stands and hit the wrong person. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, he did. But, but, what, what <laughs> it, but just because, you know, Ron Artest has paid millions, that's why you want him to hold his composure. Like, he's still a human being at the end of the day. Someone throws yeah. gear, spits in my face, says the magical words, SMD. I'm not going to say it because it's still like a family show. Unless yes, those, three, those three things happen. I'm fighting on site. There's no questions asked. There's, I don't. We, we don't need to talk about it. Like gentlemen outside. No, it's I'm coming to hurt you. Like that. That's just what it is. And Ron Artest was chilling, minding his business. Got beer thrown. Miles Garrett was being pushed away by the offensive lineman, trying to mind his business. Smacks on. It happened. You know what I'm saying I, I don't blame you, Miles Garrett. But next time, <laughs> let's just let's just empty Got our the helmet first, Miles. Like like what what, 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 did, what did Pop say? R.I.P. You don't, you don't need it. Put, put your hands up. Now you're a man. You feel me? Like, come on, Miles. Just put the weapon down next time, baby. That's all we ask. Well, um, he, he could just walk away anyway because the Browns was winning Browns win the game. The game was basically over. He could have, but he was already trying to chill because the, the lineman was, like, pushing him away. Miles wasn't trying to get at Mason. He literally backed up at Mason. Yeah, you're right. Nah, this is my country. Nah, I, I'm playing. He, he was at, at the same time, you can't blame um Pouncey either. Oh, Pouncey uh, tried defend his quarterback. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. Did you guys see how Pouncey hit him with like the Whoa. combo and then stopped? Pouncey tried it. Yeah, he started kicking him. 
But he stopped and realized, like, wait a minute. One, he has his helmet on, so none of this is doing anything. Two, he's like, oh, I'm definitely not suspended because I definitely tried to kick John in the head. It's bad. It's um, bad. He's like, oh, dang, I'm tripping. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he came back. But, um, I mean, I think it was really super blown out of proportion. Not blown out of proportion. Let me not say that. Be insensitive. Um, it's overly blown up because of the fact that it was also on national television. Yeah. You know, this was just a regular game that wasn't televised. It'd be something only the sports world saw. But this is something that some people in their families, uh, you know, watch Thursday night football together. That's a tradition. I'm not saying I know who's it might be a tradition for, but it's somebody. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, we, we've seen worse stuff. We've seen I mean, this, this, all types of crazy stuff before. This basically shows how soft the NFL is. Because we've yeah. seen fights in the past way worse than what we see. Like, way, way, way worse. worse. People, people get slammed on their head, not just hit yeah. with a helmet, slammed on their head, uppercutted, slung around with the helmet on. Like, that could cause serious neck damage. Like, I always thought yeah. ripping off the helmet was, like, an extreme act. Like, that, like, attached to your chin, son. Like, if, if your chin strap is good, your, your neck about to hurt. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not a... Yeah. The thing, you that's like that's like Antonio Brown kicking the brass. Um, nah, hey, hey, hey. nah, that was that was a that was hilarious. I mean, that was intentional. Let me let me not lie, that was not a football move, but it was funny as hell. It's been a real tough, tough, tough season already. And you know what's sad about this? We're not even halfway through the Premier League season, and both Shep and I's teams are just just despicable uh, Arsenal and Tottenham are really struggling in every sense of the word struggle um, so without further ado this is an ode to uh, <laughs> our beloved soccer teams of North London next now I'm at a loss for words I, I really don't know where to go I can't say it's one or two or three or four things it's really five Six, seven, eight. Well, nine. can I say something just to to express my misery for a second here? Please, please do. Because you know, you know me. I'm the big article guy. I'm always talking to you about. Look at this. Read this caption. Check out what I just read. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I read something today that was borderline disturbing. Like Miles Garrett throwing a helmet at somebody's head, disturbing. Right. And this was if Pochettino leaves. This year, you can expect Hunman San to ask to go out the door right after him. Wow. Really? Yeah. Man, it ain't so. Now, for anybody who's listening who's not a soccer fan, Hunman San is the equivalent. Is that what basketball or football equivalent is this? Hunman San. He would be probably. Um, how, how old is Son? 26, 27. 26, 27. He'd probably be the equivalent of, I would go out, I, w- I would say CJ McCollum or. Uh, I know how to describe it. He is the greatest South Korean soccer player of all time. Okay, so I would say he's Christoph Porzingis. There you go. He's, he's Porzingis uh, because he is. 
he he plays with the stars. It's not like he's an afterthought. And it's like, oh, we let this guy score. No, no, no. <coughs> one of the guys where it's like, all right, we need to make sure we know where he's at at all times. No, he's yeah, he's a game plan player. Yeah, like he's not a he's not a J.R. Smith. Like this guy brings it every single time on the pitch. Yeah. But you know the, the thing is, is with with this Tottenham Hotspur franchise, the what what has to be understood is that this is a team coming off of a Champions League final appearance. Granted, losing two nothing to Liverpool, which top of the table, big fucking surprise. Right. Um, this is a team that has looked hopeless. This is a team that has letting the likes of Newcastle beat them at home. Okay, you know. It, I, if you want to say on like, if you want to give me an ends to the means, the ends to the means is you better light it up in the transfer window this coming January and next year. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about a piece here and there. I'm talking Paolo Dybala's. I'm talking uh, Bruno Fernandez's from Sporting. You know, I'm talking about these types of players. I'm not talking about this patchwork type of let's get a Ryan Session and hoping in three years he'll be our starting left back. <laughs> you know what I mean? This it, it, it isn't what I'm talking about. And I don't think it's the coach. No. But at the same time, I feel like it might be the coach. It's Because it, the owner and the coach don't see eye to eye. You know, Daniel Levy will rub two nickels together to make a, a, a dime. You know what I'm saying? Or right. Pochettino is looking to just honestly buy every single Argentinian player possible that isn't named Lionel Messi. Talk about it. So, Talk about it. They could so, back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. And we have a player by the name. And if just for anybody who's listened to me talk about soccer before on this on this show, listen carefully. You've probably you have probably heard me mention this gentleman's name in light so many times, and that is the man Christian Eriksson, the goat. Uh huh. Yeah. Last year, you're I, I was I was dude. I was on a high that I've never felt before in my life with this with this team. I know. It's like. It's it's crazy what can happen in less than a year. Um, Dude, it, it was it was June, son. June, son. <laughs> it really was June. It wasn't even like it was February. February. This was the beginning of summer. Fuck. And this guy is playing not for a contract. He's playing to play out his contract and go on a free transfer to whatever big name club that'll take him, which is basically everybody. But good thing enough. He's killing his win his stock by sucking on purpose. Ha ha ha! Jokes on you, Christian Eriksen. Yeah, and that's the thing I think soccer players don't always uh, keep in mind is the fact that um, guess what? <laughs> like this is this is not. Let me let me put it to you guys. I I know exactly. It's what have you done for me lately? Right. It's really that. It's not like Anthony Davis, who pretty much I won't say he bombed last year, but he kind of did in, in in some way, shape, or form. Um, but the Lakers still had to trade King's ransom for him. Yeah, it's it's not the case. Soccer is like, all right, you were really good last year, so we're going to give you two hundred eighty k. Oh, you were really trash for a good portion of last year. So it's like, but that's the thing with soccer players—they can make so much money in so many different other ways that you know the difference. I think Christian Eriksen signs a new deal with a new team for about, depending on where he goes. If he goes to Spain, it's going to be somewhere in the upper 200s. I mean, it could have easily been in the threes if he would have just played out, you know, his Spurs contract. Um, But, I mean, I don't get it with soccer players. They'll literally quit on a team 
Like it's I, unreal. I, I, it's like, it's it's unreal. It's it's really alarming to the point where it's like, yo, you can't be serious that you take you're taking it this far where it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna bomb this. Like <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and just I'm not gonna gonna tackle. He definitely isn't gonna tackle now. Like no, he, he he literally you could see him playing with discontent. It's very strange. Like, it's literally all over the place. Okay, like I said the other day, I think, to you, mm-hmm. he got su- he got subbed out of a game by Giovanni Lo Celso in the 80th minute and only had 11 more passes than him throughout the entirety of a game. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You said those so, That was you. <laughs> that, that was me. And this, is, yep. this is a guy where he put his country on his back to qualify mm-hmm. for different – Euro qualifiers as qualifier qualifying for the World Cup, put his country on his back, and now and he's considered one of the best midfielders in the world, and it's it's all, it, you know, Spurs were gonna get Rakitic and Acuna from Barcelona, but Lionel Messi said I don't think we should get him because of his attitude, right? Like he's quitting on his team, it's because he's quitting on his team, and that and that sums up the Spurs this year. And the individuals haven't quit, but the thing is, it just seems like the life isn't there. How you? And I, I know I'm going on Spurs right here. This is gonna be my last little bit right here, and I'm gonna let you talk about Arsenal. That's my bad. I get heated. <laughs> You're good. But how are you gonna keep putting Lucas Mora in at this 80th, 76 minute, and all that stuff? And this guy scored a hat trick in the Champions League semifinal to take you where you wanted to be. And this guy can't even find the pitch. But Christian Eriksen's going to start every single week. Hmm. Because Pochettino knows he's gone too. Like, he himself is gone. Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I, I don't think. think. I, don't, I don't think he gets fired. I think he leaves on his own terms for the most part. Let's we'll um, see. Well, but, but yeah, you, I, listen, you know, I, I understand your pain maybe a little bit differently because you were literally on cloud nine just uh, five short months ago. Like everything was good. It was, it was, we have to build off of this. We can't go down from here. You know, we didn't, I didn't think there was a possibility to go down. There shouldn't have been. Like, there, there's no reason that you guys should be anywhere close to below, below fifth. Dude, we're right in 14. But here's That's what I'm saying. here's the beauty yeah. of the whole thing, though, and this is no shade towards your team, but we win the next game and you guys lose, we slingshot to six. So it's like it's all within that realm of you're you're almost here, but we're closer to the bottom of the table than we are to the top of the table for the first time in at least the last five six years. Right, and I I listen. I wish there was. I don't even say an immediate fix with Arsenal because I can't even pinpoint one exact thing that it is that we need to do. Like, I I know there's, whether it's the defense, whether it's the formations, whether it's playing our best players together and not saving them for Europa League. Like, I, I there's so many things that need to be done that I don't know which one we should start first with doing simply because it's like, well, what is that like? How should we go about making the first move? Who's to say that we shouldn't make this move before that move, or make that move before this move? Um, but all in all, you guys, without me having to drag this further along, Arsenal just needs to fire the manager. As always, we thank you guys for tuning in to get live with the crew. Um, listen, subscribe, 
donate. You feel me? Always we we appreciate the money just as much as the shares. Trust me. Um, but no, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, whatever else you would do uh, in terms of support and social media, do that for Get Live with the Crew. We really appreciate you guys.